Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. And I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Link Moser. Link, you are a fractional marketing manager and fractional director of marketing, and you're found on the web at linkmoser.com. Link, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. Yeah, and and give us an overview of of, of your work, what you do, who you typically work with. I work with uh, business owners that are probably doing you know, a million or more in revenue and are getting to that point where the marketing may be holding them back. They may be doing that in-house. They may have a third party, but it's just, it's the gears aren't clicking and they need some help with the strategy or, or they've been doing it and they have other things to do and just need some extra leverage. So um, I'm, I like to help them kind of figure that out and get a plan in place and a roadmap and then execute on that. And what's the difference between hiring, a, say, a marketing agency and, um, you know, the kind of when you're coming in at more of a, a leadership capacity? What I've seen is, a, is I come from a background of web development and, and so many of us business owners as well as uh, marketers are very focused on the tactics, you know, that we, we get caught up in that shiny object syndrome of, Hey, TikTok, I've got to be there. Uh, I've got to do something with LinkedIn or, or email where there really isn't a strategy that drives all that. So I think it's kind of hitting the brakes for a second, taking a look at what is our strategy from a, a customer acquisition standpoint and taking that right to that customer journey. And in the absence of having some sort of plan, a documented one in the metrics that we track, that's where I think that there's a gap there. And I think a lot of agencies may just jump right to the tactics. Hey, you want Facebook marketing? Let's go do that. Uh, without having a, a conversation around what's your plan. Uh, and many times I've seen multiple hands in the kitchen kind of cook at different parts of the recipe. And you've got one agency for social. You've got uh, a person in-house that's doing the email marketing, but but they're not all talking. And I think that is where money is being wasted and and results aren't being tracked and it's just there's no cohesive plan for that and I I see that as as a need to be filled. Yeah, and uh, you know, boy, I, I tell you, it's even if something like let's say that um, right now, uh, you know, when you're an agency and your specialty is just kind of one area, um, let's say if you're a Facebook ads agency guess what your answer to every problem is going to be? Well, for, I, I would say certainly for an earlier stage kind of, you know, where, where uh, you know, they're just trying to drive their own sales. And I, I don't see that a lot in people. I, I, I feel that like most agency owners are pretty good about, yeah, I'm not sure that this would be the right road for you, but that's not always the case. Um, but again, um, 
tactics, uh, and oh, I should say not tactics, but but certainly platforms and vehicles are going to come in and out of favor depending on who you are and what you do. I mean, that's just trends. And of course, supply and demand can impact that and algorithms can change that, policies can change that. Um, but leadership who has the capacity to look at things more holistically, um, it, it, there's a lot of value to that. There is, and, and especially if you could connect that to a business case and make that a win in the sense of, hey, we're going to aim to add 20% revenue in the next six months. Whatever the goal is, you, you've got to know who you're speaking to. And the tactics, as you said, are going to come and go in and out of favor. Uh, there's always going to be something new and something's going out, but the same, the messaging is is not changing. And at the end of the day, we're, it's still people selling to people, whether you're B2B or B2C. And I think if there isn't clarity around that, you know, kudos to the companies that have that all mapped out and can be, here's my plan right here, you know, in hand. But most of us don't have that. We're not getting A pluses, I think, there. And I think it's sometimes a little bit about accountability from a, a fresh third party perspective can help with that. And also if you're if you're if you're paying for somebody, <laughs> it's like paying for a coach or uh or a a fitness partner, you're you're a little more accountable to those results. And and I think there's a process there by which we all need to kind of work through to kind of map that out. And I think I equated to dating a little where with a brand new customer, you're not asking for that, that big sale or that upsell. You're, you're coming from a place of contribution and, and content and establishing your authority. And then there might be a little small exchange of, of, of money for a small teaser product. And, and then you kind of work up that value ladder as you date a little more. Yeah. And, and Link, what is your background? And uh, like, wh where have you been? <laughs> yeah, I, I got started in, in right after high school designing websites. So I've had a foot in, in digital marketing for the last 25 years, uh, mainly in the web front, but SEO as well. And, and it, like you said earlier, a lot of agency owners, uh, some of them learned to stay in their own lane, but some of them said, hey, yeah, we can do that. Because you run the risk of losing the client if there's someone else that if you say we don't do social media marketing, well, they're going to find someone who will who also does web design, and then you lost that client. But but predominantly, my lane has been web design and web marketing, and and that's exactly what I've seen happen is that that someone else will come along and, and promise them the moon, and you'll lose a client there, and and there'll be never discussion around strategy. So it, you know, more recently, I've seen a need to do that as a way to evolve and pivot from a marketing standpoint because it's hey i know how to help you guys with this stuff but you know they're not listening because someone else has got their ear or it's just all chopped up um but that's been my background predominantly has been uh, in digital marketing when you sit down with a new client how do you figure out what they need most I, you ask a lot of questions and, and that's oh, okay. I thought you were talking to me. I'm like, yeah, no, that's no. Part of my job. <laughs> no, no, you've got to ask them questions. And I'm Dang, Josh, about... you ask a lot of questions on this podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to, right? That, we're, we're supposed to ask more questions and listen instead of yeah. talk. And, and it's, you don't really know if you've got all these tools in the toolbox. But you're not, it's not time to build those out yet. Because if you're building the house, what's the plan? Do you want three bedrooms? Do you want a garage under? What's the size of your family? You know, where, how, you know, 
all those things are going to be asked before I say, well, I'm going to bring this hammer in or this power tool. And it's the same with marketing. Um, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, all these things have different audiences and they make sense to different cases. But I'm going to ask questions around what are your goals? You know, we're assuming we're sitting here talking about marketing because you're growth minded, but then we're also going to, you know, who is your audience? What does that buyer persona look like? And have you created a, an avatar? You know, Bob Smith is is my customer and, and this is his background and this is kind of the ideal customer. And there may be several of those. So if you're B2B, B2C, they're all going to be different. And I think those conversations have to be had Either they've had those and they can share it with you or they haven't because no one's ever asked it. Then let's start there. That's kind of what we've got to start with. Who, who are we trying to reach? What problems are you solving for your customer? This is you know, kind of marketing 101, but if it's never been asked and it's never been documented, how do you track success with a campaign? Yeah, we're, we're just, I've seen so many businesses just slinging content up on social media yeah. with no... You know, they're tracking vanity metrics like, hey, we got an extra two likes this month. <laughs> Is that good? I don't know. How does that translate to the bottom line? Uh, you know, it, it seems for those of us in marketing, it seems fairly elementary. But if it hasn't been done, or even if they know it, it still needs to be done. And so let's kind of start there. Who are we after? What are we selling? Do we have a proof of market concept? And obviously, at some point, established customers, a company is going to have that. Um but where do you want to go and how do you track that? I, I'm a big fan of metrics. Yeah. Uh, what are uh, what are some companies that you've worked with and and uh, what have been the transformations that you've helped them through? So that's I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little pin here. You, I'm assuming you can edit this out because I, oh. I don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't have. I'm making a bit of a pivot. So most of the customers that I've done have been smaller. They're not going to be brands that people are going to have known. That's fine. Uh, yeah. Let me ask that again. because that, it's that's been totally more around fine. like web building and maintenance. Yeah. So it's not like, boy, I, I don't have a lot of super great case studies other than maybe a real estate uh, website. Yeah, that that would be that. That's great. Let, let me um, okay. to our editor. Um, let me we'll just make it. So uh, that that's, I mean, that's fine. Um, or. Uh, I I can ask it. Um, let, let me ask it just slightly different. Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. So, Link, um, you know, in your background and, and experience, um, you know, obviously you've, you know, you've seen some trends kind of come and go. Um, you know, just from your perspective, um, what are some of the things that maybe were really hot two, three years ago that you're like, yeah. I'm not so sure that's I'd, like it might be relevant, but we need to have a conversation about that. I think it's a great question. And, and social media or aspects, let's specifically maybe organic Facebook, the reach is very hard to get. I, mean, we have, I think we're all kind of conditioned to content marketing being where it's at. And that's that's correct. But with the privacy changes that have happened on mm. Facebook and Apple, it's made both paid exposure on channels like Facebook harder and more expensive to target, but it's also made the, the, the organic side of that, you know, it's, it's a noisy platform. If you think about how much stuff is getting slung up there. And I think in the last couple of years, as society appreciates authenticity more, it puts more emphasis on that, pay it forward, 
add value first and have an authentic voice. So what's working more, you know, TikTok is still a pretty popular platform for authenticity, but just maybe you know, video is still, I think, a good place. But I think creating your own evergreen content on your own channel, be that your website, be it a blog versus using these third parties is I think kind of where things are shifting toward. And you may need to up your game a little in terms of content and and, and go after quality instead of quantity. Uh, I've seen a lot of it being just regurgitating stuff out there and, and then adding things of real value. Uh, people are seeking authenticity in, in all brands and I think anything that we can do as as brand owners and marketers to further support that will yield a better ROI. Yeah, and that is really frustrating. You're just speaking specifically about content, um, which we brought up earlier. Um, you know, it's like is a business, is a, let's say you're a small business owner and you're like, I don't know, I was just told I need to do blog posts and because that's going to be good for SEO. Um, we did all that work and yeah, we don't have any evidence and, you know, we've been promoting it. That That's really frustrating when you do all that work and you get no results. And, and, and I don't know that that's uncommon. Like that, that happens all the time. I think for a lot of us as business owners, are we just supposed to still do it anyway? Or, you know, is there, you know, I think a lot of times too, we're kind of just looking for a silver bullet. Mm -hmm. And uh, do you come with silver bullets? <laughs> Do I come up? I look for them. You know, they may they may be in your holster. You know, they may be there. And I think it, that's the hard question to answer because it's so depending on the context. I, but I, I, yeah, we're looking for those quick wins. And uh, there's so many areas of the marketing that if you've got, let's say, here's an example: if you've got an email list that perhaps is being underutilized, there could be some quick wins there in getting a good email campaign going and getting some consistency out. We don't know that until we try, but you may be sitting on assets that are underutilized. Uh, it may be requesting more reviews, uh, home service type companies. Uh, if the if they're not asking for reviews or if their ability to follow up on those reviews is maybe not an A+, there's an opportunity there. So the, the, the really cool thing is that we don't have to necessarily hit all these things out of the park for you to see some significant wins. So you don't have to be mastering TikTok and you don't have to be mastering LinkedIn and, and getting a YouTube channel up to speed and podcasts. It's just one of these activities, if it's not done and it already and it makes sense, can can really, you know, two extra revenue very quickly. Um, you know, you said something earlier that made me think a lot of these marketing things, by the time they get mainstream, they're they're saturated. Uh, you know, I done uh, SEO for years. And we still hear people talk about meta tags, and I've got to have keywords in places. And, and to your question, it doesn't hurt, but it's unlikely to move the needle. And, and so by the time the, the Main Street USA business owner is recycling these things, it's, it's not certainly the, the cutting edge. Um, you know, and TikTok may be like that now. I mean, TikTok is getting a lot of popularity. It's, it's, relatively younger than channels like Facebook and Instagram, but mainstream businesses maybe aren't adopting it. So by the time they get to it in a few years, you know, some of that early advantages may be out, but it, it, it it's, it's not so much about a race to it. It's a, does it make a sense? Is your audience there? Um, and 
the best advice I think is to try to master one channel before you try to take these all on instead of, you know, be good at one, find it that works, prove that before you uh, try to cover yourself too thin. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and also of course, um, you know, chat GPT is all the rage. It's moving so quickly that, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're recording this interview at the beginning of February toward the beginning of February, who knows, uh, you know, Microsoft's in a big time, Google's in a big time. Of course, we started with kind of chat GPT and, and lots of other quote unquote AI yeah. type solutions when it comes to copy and images, it's really exciting, uh, to see what's happening. Happening. And I think it's only going to be, well, I think it is going to be a good thing for, for most of us who are quick to adapt mm -hmm. and quick to leverage. Um, I know for us, um, very quickly, we saw, you know, where we could reallocate, you know, a couple thousand dollars in, you know, just an exercise like, you know, taking our transcripts from this podcast and turning them into a pretty okay written blog post. Um, certainly I'm going to have an editor on top of yep. it, but, um, but already it's like, wow, you know, now I have $2,000 I can reallocate into other, you know, providing a greater quality service, providing things that are a little bit more high touch, um, which I'm really excited about. Um, what are you seeing? I, I've seen the say, I think AI, especially from a content standpoint is, you know, the, probably the cutting edge. And it's kind of exciting to see where that goes because you read, about oh this is going to take away human jobs and and on all this negative talk but i think it like anything it's it falls under that shiny object uh tool box where this is a tool it's going to evolve it it may continue to grow and become i mean remember they said the internet was going to be the death of uh so many <laughs> businesses uh you know so i think that it's human nature to be afraid of something new and i think it's as you said those are going to take advantage and use this will benefit early on, but you know, it may continue to evolve most likely and become more mainstream tools. So I, th I think the word augment I'd rather use than replace. And these are tools that, that everyone can continue to use and will free up dollars. And I mean, there's no, there's probably not a lot of demand for a sewing machine repair right now. Uh, maybe there was a hundred years ago. I mean, so it's just the evolution of change and jobs that, you know, we all are aware of, and we all have to perhaps uh, be mindful of and retool. I mean, that's as a marketer, you you can't just sit back and code HTML in the same fashion and think that's enough. I mean, you've 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 got to stay on top of this, and I think that's 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 it's the fun part, and maybe there's some fear to that, but I think it's it's evolving, and we're all in that boat together, so we're all learning. Yeah. Uh, Link Moser, your website is linkmoser.com. Link. M-O-S-E-R.com. And when somebody goes there and they, they want to learn more about you and, um, you know, maybe figure out how you might be able to help them, what would you recommend? They're welcome to just reach out, you know, email, phone. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, you know, initially, I, I, I'm very excited to have a conversation with anyone that, that is wondering, man, you know, is my marketing up to, up to where it needs to be? And we'll just we'll just hop on a zoom and have a chat. Uh, I love getting to know people and learn about their business and their goals. And, and, and Hey, if we can find some real quick wins, I, I won't be shy about saying, Hey, if you guys tried this, you know, this works, this might work. And so it, it's really cool to see that work and to be able to, uh, you know, help someone connect a few of the pieces and just bridge that gap and finish some of those, uh, 
those projects that may have started and kind of stalled out. And um, I, I should have asked this, um, but what types of companies might be kind of a no-brainer for you? Uh, or, or, or it's like, hey, if you're doing X, Y, or Z, we should definitely talk because I speak your language. I I know a little bit about your industry. <laughs> I've got I've got experience across a lot of industries, so I think I I think I'm fairly industry agnostic because I think we're we're still people selling to people. I think from a, of a revenue standpoint. Uh, a business may need to be in that half a million to a million revenue and up and, and obviously growth minded. I think a growth mindset is is probably the number one criteria because there are certainly businesses out there now that are are have more work than they can handle. And it's a, uh, a, a ability to keep up with that from a, an employee standpoint. So if if growth is not what you're looking for, then then that conversation might not be uh, as as uh, as beneficial. But certainly if you're owner of a company that want to grow this year and have that mindset. Um, I think you, the companies that get too large have more in-house people around marketing. Although I mm -hmm. think I, I can augment that because I'm not, the tactics have to be done by somebody. So whether that's in-house or your existing agency, that's still a good conversation to have because we're really talking about the strategy piece. So not, not me taking away from someone else's doing that execution. We'll, We'll have a conversation around if that person's the right fit or that group for what you're doing. And certainly, um, you know, I'll be candid if, if someone's overpaying for a certain service or not getting value, I'll, I'll be transparent about that. Uh, but I, I don't have any bias toward uh, providers. It's it's more a question of what is that strategy? And then let's figure out the best way to get those executed on, um, whether it's existing resources or or ones that I can recommend. All right. Link Moser, Fractional Marketing Manager and Fractional Director of Marketing. Link, your website again, linkmoser.com. Link, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stop by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.